It's time for recipe of the day. It's Halloween tomorrow, and I always make ribs around this time of year. I like to make some kind of joke about how they're finger bones, or I've even done them where you arrange the ribs uncut in kind of two racks on a cutting board and call them like dead man's ribs or something like that. If that is too gruesome for you, though, please ignore what I just said and instead enjoy this recipe because it is an oven-baked version of ribs, which is great for this time of year if it's too cold to grill where you live. This is going to be the recipe to try. And I will say that this is actually what I do when I'm grilling too. The only difference here is that when I'm grilling, I pre-bake the ribs in the oven and then I separate them into ribs and grill them. And if it's too cold or if I don't want to be using the grill, then I do pre-bake the ribs in the oven as well. And then they go under the broiler instead. So I'm telling you the broiler version today. I just want to tell you about something else first. If you don't know already, I have another podcast. So this podcast you're listening to right now is every single day and it's called Recipe of the Day. My other podcast is once a week. It comes out on Sundays. So there's a new episode today. It is called Jump to Recipe and it's for busy people who love to cook. We've been doing that one for over two years at this point. I really love it. Every week I have on a guest from the culinary world and then after that I do a meal plan, a seven-day meal plan that I walk you through. The idea is you listen for about 30 minutes you get inspired about something exciting happening in the kitchen, and you get some of your decision-making process for your meal plans in the week ahead done for you. This week, today's episode, I spoke with Nikki Miller-Ka, who is a food travel specialist. She is a food and travel writer based in North Carolina, and so we are talking about some great travel destinations if you love food mixed in with your travel, which I'm sure you do. So that is Jump to Recipe. Check it out, episode number 109. Now, let's talk about those oven-baked ribs. First, let's talk about what cut of ribs we are using. I'm talking about pork ribs, although this method does work for beef ribs, not the short ribs, the longer beef ribs, but that's not what I'm talking about today. We're talking about pork ribs. You can get either baby back ribs or St. Louis style ribs. My preference is actually the St. Louis style, even though they take a little bit more work. If you get baby back ribs, you don't have to do anything other than get them out of their packaging and season them up and do the recipe. If you've got the St. Louis ribs, you have a little bit of trimming to do. When you get them out, you'll notice that there's all the lined up rib bones and those go the full length of the rack of ribs. But then along the top of them is like a whole bunch of little tiny bones. They're kind of like cartilage or small round bones that are lined up with those long bones, but are separated from them. And those can be a little bit dangerous if you're just cutting all the way through, cutting those ribs into their ribs with that little piece of cartilage or bone at the top. As people are eating, them, they might not realize that there are those little bones there and that can be a choking hazard. So what I typically do is I get that rack of ribs and I locate where the gap between the main ribs and those little cartilage pieces are. And I cut all the way along the whole length of the ribs, getting rid of those pieces. Now I don't throw those out. I've made soup with them before, but what I actually typically do is cook them alongside the regular ribs in exactly the same way that I'm cooking the ribs. And then I cut them into their little tiny pieces. These little one to two inch bits with the cartilage or bone in the middle. I keep those separate, but then people know these are the little ones that have the small bones in. They have to be 
more careful with them. And I'll let people know. When I'm feeling lazy, I will either get the baby back ribs or I will leave those little bits attached at the top. But then I just warn people. I just say, hey, there's going to be some little bits of cartilage or little bits of bone up at the top. Just be careful when you're chewing. The other thing about the St. Louis style ribs is they tend to have a membrane on the bone side that you do want to take off. You can leave it, but it doesn't let your seasoning and sauces penetrate as well. And it can be a little bit tough after it's been cooked. Sometimes baby back ribs also have this membrane, but they usually don't. Now, I'm not going to really go into how to get rid of that membrane. It's a little bit tricky to explain, but you basically have to just lift it up a little bit. If you can get a knife under it and lift it a little bit, it's very thin, like you can see through it. You get under it and then I like to grip it with a paper towel and that lets me hold it even though it's damp and you get a good grip on it and then you can pull it off all the way, sometimes having to cut with your knife a little bit more. I'm going to link to a video on YouTube that I've found that I think shows this really, really well so that you will know exactly what you need to do. Okay, now once your ribs are prepped, you're ready to go. There's not much more that I need to tell you. I tend to mix together a seasoning blend first. It'll be salt, garlic powder, and black pepper. If I want a little bit spicy, I'll add some crushed red pepper flakes. And if I want a little sweetness, I'll add some brown sugar. But the brown sugar and the red pepper flakes are optional. So I mix those things together so that it's an even distribution. And then you sprinkle that all over both sides of the ribs. Get the oven preheated to 300 degrees Fahrenheit. I should have told you that first. I always forget. Then you're going to lay those ribs in a single layer. So if you have more than one rack, you're doing them side by side, not on top of each other. Single layer, meteor side up. One side is kind of like where you can really see the bones and the other side is where you see mostly meat. You want meat side up and then they're going into the oven uncovered, 300 degree Fahrenheit oven for two hours. I have done them, especially the baby back for an hour and a half and they've been fine. And I've left them for longer, two and a half to three hours. That's better for the St. Louis actually. But two hours is kind of the sweet spot. So they're in that low, oven. You don't do anything for two hours. Then you take them out, let them rest for 15 minutes. It's just so that the juices kind of suck back in and stop being agitated. And it makes it easier for you to handle them because then you're going to cut them. While they're resting, turn on the broiler and you want to get the rack in your oven kind of like six inches away from the broiler. That's the distance you're going to want. And then once the ribs have rested a little bit, you cut them into either individual ribs or into little sections of two to three ribs whatever you prefer. And then you're going to brush them on all sides with whatever barbecue sauce you want. I tend to just use a bottled barbecue sauce most of the time, but I'm linking to some homemade recipes if you want to do that or whatever your favorite one is. You brush the ribs on all sides. I don't like a ton of sauce. Some people like more than I do. I'm doing maybe even as little as a tablespoon, even less per rib. So you brush them on all sides, put them back on the pan in that single layer, and then they're going under the broiler just until they start to char in spots, two to five minutes. Then you're flipping them over, use some big metal tongs for that, and put them back under until the other side is broiled, and you are good to go. One of the best things about this recipe is it's a great make-ahead. You can do that first two hours in the 300-degree Fahrenheit oven up to a couple days before you're planning to make these, cut them into their rib segments after they've cooled, brush them with the sauce, put them in the fridge, maybe in a zip top bag. And then when you're ready to cook them, you're really just heating them through under the broiler. I would say if they're fridge cold, you might want to put the oven rack a little bit further from the broiling elements just so that they have time to heat up a little bit before they start charring. Or you could just bring them to room temperature on the counter for like 30 minutes before you get them under the broiler. And then that time on both sides under the broiler is going to do it. It's going to heat them through and it's going to char them in that perfect way. Caramelized sauce, 
delicious ribs. Okay, I'll put the link to this recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash R-O-T-D and get it there. And a reminder to check out my other podcast, Jump to Recipe. I'll put a link in the show notes for that as well. But you can just go to wherever you're listening to your other podcast and search for Jump to Recipe and find it there. And the episode with Nikki is number 109. I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking. 